at this shit for sure. What's up, mother leckers? Hello. Let me get situated here. Situated. Ken stole the good seat. Well, I mean, I figure I was due. <laughs> you, own, you own the fucking it's, place. It's my fucking seat. <laughs> I don't know how you ever took it to begin I with. I think it just kind of happened. Well, actually, what really happened... Organically. It just organically <laughs> happened. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to have this. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, it's, well, they're having a dance party in the gym, apparently. <laughs> Work wow. it. Um, yeah, so what used to happen was... I. I would have that seat, and we'd bring in your nice, comfy chair, and then we just stopped doing yes, that. Yes, that is what happened. And uh, anyway, shit happens. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I hear someone got killed in the UFC this weekend. Oh man, Rose! What a way to lose, man. Jesus. What a way to lose. It's hard to watch when a fighter of her caliber, <clears throat> and she was really decisively winning. I heard the she first was round. winning. Yes. Very impressively. Which is sad. Which is not surprising whatsoever. She's a stud. Yep. And <coughs> honestly, getting knocked out doesn't really take anything away from you unless you're getting knocked out over and over and over again. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, it's time to retire. But this was like a an odd situation. Yeah, There's well, people complaining about it on both sides of it. Like it was legal, it was illegal. Yeah. Well, I mean it apparently according to the rule book, and I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but it would have been illegal. If she was not attempting a submission. Yes. So say if she just got high crotched or whatever, picked up and dropped, spiked on the top of her head like she was, yep. it would have been deemed in all contests. It, it, it would have been illegal. She would not have lost a belt. However, she was going for that Kimura, um, I think for the third time in the fight, and uh, just got dumped on her head, man. And that's the risk you take. It's somewhat the same risk you take when you're going for a leg lock in MMA. If you're completely committed to a leg entanglement or a leg attack, your head's wide open. Exactly. Um, your, your head's wide open, so it makes for a, a, an easy target. People can just smash you. We've seen it. The one that comes to my brain the most is Paul Harris versus Alan Belcher. Yeah, Belcher just, just started fucking. He was the one that him. like kind of ended the Paul Harris reign of terror. Yeah, for sure. Which was, which is a huge feat at that time because Paul Harris was just ripping limbs off. Yeah, man. Left and right. Alan and Belcher, Belcher just knew what to do, right? Like hey, he, he went in there. He had a game plan. The game plan was keep Paul Harris away. Yeah. And, and I, mean, I find it funny that people call him Paul Harris because one of my students fought a guy actually named Paul Harris. That's right too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and it, I mean, you look at Alan Belcher at the time. He came from a fantastic camp in Rufus Sport, which yeah. is still one of the best camps in the world. He's a like awesome businessman. Yeah, he too. really um, took kind of the Lloyd Irvin route as yep. far as. Um, well, um, he was at the business seminar the that I went to at Lloyd Irving's, right. and then he just kind of went with it even more, which yeah. is awesome. Good for him. You yep. know, I love, I always say this, I love to see life after fighting, especially yep. for these high level guys. And um, honestly, man, like this, I've said this before. People who teach jujitsu, and I would say this even if I wasn't the fucking guy, yep. people who teach jujitsu deserve your fucking money. Mm -hmm. I'm changing your fucking life. You're right. 
your jujitsu coach, if they're good, listen, mm-hmm. if they're shit, mm-hmm. leave. Go to a different right. club. If your jujitsu coach isn't Excuse giving me. you your needs, mm-hmm. if he isn't looking after you, if you feel mm-hmm. and and man, I've had people leave my club. I don't know, you know, they have different reasons. And if I'm not meeting their needs, they should go somewhere That's else. Right. And I'm not saying that in a malicious way. No. Look at um Doug. Doug left recently because the schedule he was on at work, he was getting off a half an hour too late to start class, so he went and started training at a different club. Guess what? I fucking love Doug. Yeah, well, he's a blue belt under you and a well-deserved You know what? Even if Um, he gets graded under the other club, guess what? Still gonna love Doug. Yeah, exactly. I don't give a fuck, man. Like, It's important to not make it personal. No, and that's the thing, man. Like, I'm on two different sides of this story. Do I deserve everyone's undying loyalty because I'm the jujitsu guy? No, this isn't a cult. Right. Right? But it has a lot of the same feel as a cult. When you're here, you should be comfortable. You should be happy. You should be, you know, like there for the team. But at the end of the day, if your team isn't meeting your needs, and this goes with anything in your life, but to back to what I was saying, I deserve your fucking money. That's right. Because I'm putting everything into you. Right, I'm trying to give you something that you didn't have before, and jujitsu is so liberating. Jujitsu is life changing, right? So if you don't do jujitsu yet, go try jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Get addicted to it. Definitely. But jujitsu is so fucking life changing. You tip a waiter. You tip a fucking you know, like you you give tips to a certain group, a select group of people, and it's become like the thing to tip. You should be tipping your fucking doctor. You should be yeah. tipping your fucking your tattoo artist. You should be tipping your jujitsu coach. That's right. Like these are the people you should be like, man. Man, you're fucking changing my life. You're not just remembering my order and bringing me extra water. That's right. No shitting on fucking waiters and course, shit. I, I don't want to get anybody mad. But, you know, like, tipping, where is where is it good and not good to tip? If anything, I should be tipping people that are truly helping me. Right? Yeah, and, and like, I, my doctor found out I have hypothyroidism. Yeah. I, I want to give him money. Right. For sure. See, now, you have to remember, too, is that as much money as you get from people for your jujitsu. the people that wait on tables probably live off their tips so it's kind of a double-edged sword you know what i mean like it's i mean like i usually tip but just because you don't and i do doesn't make it wrong yeah i tip if people are there watching me and making me feel bad like my wife basically i only tip if my wife is there oh yeah i basically only tip when my wife makes me tip yeah yeah i always tip probably not as generously as my wife Mm. For sure, definitely not. No, de- no, it's but just that, it's not that's thing. that's just a matter of opinions, right? Hundred <clears throat> percent, basically. But like, yeah, like what Belcher went the route where he's teaching instructors to go out and make money. Yeah, and and, and then people are like, "Oh, bullshit! Martial arts should be free." Well, mm-hmm. fuck, really, motherfucker? Come on. I doubt it. Doctors should be free. <laughs> martial arts should be free. Water should be free. Food should be free. None of it. Education is. should be free. Yeah. Healthcare, like throughout everything you want to do, should be free. All kinds of surgery. Plastic surgery should be free. And I should Your make, car should be free. Yeah. Transportation should be free. Fuck, guys, come on. I should get paid a million dollars to be a deputy sheriff. Where's it end? Like, Everything on. should be free. <laughs> yeah. But it isn't. We're, exactly. we're in a capitalist a society. Of- I should be totally comfortable making money and nobody should try to make me feel bad because mm-hmm. I'm selling something that is beautiful. Jiu-jitsu is beautiful. It's also invaluable. Yeah. And that's one thing you taught me. Because when we first... Like or, or when you first started, I should say, and I first joined, it was substantially cheaper 
Yeah. Because you didn't know how to put a value number. Well, my old man, I said, I'm going to charge $75 for five days a week. And my dad said, Kent, that is too much. Nobody is going to pay that amount. That's a Cape Breton. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a... um, Five days a week. Basically unlimited classes for $75. A month. Yeah. Yeah. And we were here all the goddamn time. And most of the guys that started with you weren't even paying, really. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a select few weren't even paying. A lot of people weren't paying. Yeah, exactly. And then you put a value on it, and the people that really find it valuable, obviously, you're going to pay it. Exactly. And then the people that, and see, the good thing about you, and I know you love this shit when I praise you or anyone praises you. Yeah, um, nice. You can keep that in my back. Yeah, for sure. I'll take a massage, too. <laughs> no, not on air. Maybe afterwards. Um the cool thing is that you appreciate guys that give back to the club, so you... I make it known. You you make it known, and you... you pick up a piece of paper or towel that's on the floor in the bathroom, yeah. get, I'll call you out. For sure. Hey, man, John just picked up paper towel off the bathroom, guys. For sure. Everybody give him a round of applause. And that's invaluable. It's That shit makes huge, you, you know, that, that makes you feel welcome. It makes you feel important. It makes you feel like you're Guess making what? a difference. Guess what? He didn't leave his bottle of water on the table for me to pick up. He put it in the fucking recyclables. Yeah, Everybody give him a round of applause. That's fucking real. Yeah. Shit like that, it, it's, it's, again, I'm going to use double-edged sword just like you just did. I shouldn't have to praise people for doing things that are that blah, but we live in a society where most people look at all businesses like faceless corporations. So even your friendly neighborhood store that's run by mom and dad, they don't have like this overhead faceless corporation cleaning fucking they have to do everything themselves and people mm-hmm. still look at it like oh they're rich yeah. right so in here people just leave bottles leave shit on the floor leave whatever and, and anywhere you see it at all stores yeah. right not all stores are big corporations most of these places have to fucking clean up after themselves right? right so everything you do to help and i've said this before i'll never say this enough if you love something you should help it succeed Yes. Because yeah. then it'll always be there for you. Definitely. And right. you'll become a valuable member. That's right. Yeah. You know, people can interject themselves into my life. How like so? Like, you can, you can become a valuable member of my life by doing things that I want done that I'm not asking for, and I will be grateful. Yeah. You know, and that is as simple as it was. Derek is a perfect example. Yeah. Derek fucking showed up at the club, and right away, like, before hello, I think he said, Kent, if there's anything I can do to help, Definitely. I'm here. One hundred percent, man. And, and he's out there teaching class right now. Yeah. He interjected himself, so he's become more of a, you know, like he's really more of a member of the club than some people who have been longer because he's vocal. He's there. He's hey, man, can I help? Yeah. And that's no knock on anybody who's been around for a while because you know I, I make everybody feel like this that's is right. home, right? That's right. But you just—he's a perfect example of yep. interjecting himself into sure. my life. For sure. Like I didn't ask him. No. He came out and offered everything. For and sure. It was gladly accepted because, man, I can always use help. Of course. I'm grinding. And, and I mean, I, I can always appreciate that because I was Derek at one time. You're super helpful. Remember, like, hey, Kent, I've known you for a few days. Do you want a fridge? Yeah. I mean, that that's one. That's <laughs> yes, I want a fridge. Definitely a big example. But, <laughs> but I mean, it, because I've seen the value in it. Yep. And not only for my life and my well-being and my family's life and for me to... It, it, for me at the time when I got out of the police academy, it was like, okay, I got to do this because I got to go home at the end of the day. Yep. That was the biggest defining factor for me because that was instilled in my brain. But then it blossomed, man, into, you know, not only, you know, fitness levels going through the roof and confidence levels going through the roof, yep. but like 
and I don't like using the, wolf, the, the, the word cult like you did. I'm okay with it. But, I mean, it's kind of what it is. Yeah, it's man. like, you know, you ask my wife, who's eight months pregnant, laying at home right now. She listens to every episode. But she knows I'm a better person when I come here. Yeah. And when I get home, I'm happier. I'm a, I'm a better person because I got to go do some shit that I love. And yep. jujitsu, people go to fitness classes and do all this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And they always say the same thing after they try jujitsu. Exactly. There's nothing like it. I'm so goddamn tired. And I can't wait to come back. Yep. So, I mean... I love it so much. Yeah. It's, well, like you said the other day, you're addicted to it. I am. You're addicted. completely addicted to yep. it. And you have been for a long time. Drops crazy endorphins. I, I still... Like, um, I had this question a lot last night, actually, because I, I did that uh, ask me a question thing, send me a message, mm-hmm. talk about jujitsu, send a request. Mm-hmm. I got about 50, 50 or so messages. And a few people asked, like, you know, are you still in love with jujitsu? Like, does it ever mm-hmm. go away? I, you can watch when I'm teaching sometimes, like just teaching a move, saying the details and explaining how things happen. And I start smiling and I'm happy. Like yeah, I, for sure. I'm so happy that jujitsu exists. Definitely. You and know? it shows, it shows in your teaching, it shows in your environment, um, cause people wouldn't continue to come. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people wouldn't. Our nogi class blowing up. We got a bunch of, there's a shitload of people, man. Um, that's that's primarily what I plan on focusing on for. Yeah, the I just next love while. Nogi, man. Oh man, me too. Yeah, it's just so me much fun. Too. I've always loved Nogi, and then everyone learned leg locks, and I kind of missed the train suddenly. Yeah. But I'm catching up. Yeah. But it's like now, now I'm like fuck. <laughs> the other half of the body. I it's know. Like, fuck. I can choke and come Why over. Why did I ignore fifty percent of the body? <laughs> damn you, John. Fucking Dana. Oh, fuck. Right? Should have listened. It's crazy. Anyway, but now it's like a whole different. It's just so much fun because like, I'm ball, yeah. I'm really working on – well, I have been working on it for a while, but lately I've had a breakthrough on holding on to the leg position and following it through. And I'm watching like uh, Quentin Rosenthal and mm-hmm. like uh, more Gordon Ryan, more Craig Jones, mm-hmm. and I'm just watching how they continue to chase. Yeah. And it's uh, that's where I've been jamming lately, and it's it's awesome. Yeah. Um, you see Craig Jones and – Dennis Hallman. Yes, I actually did a breakdown on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it out there. I think tonight. Nice. Yeah. So it, he finished it with an ankle lock, correct? Told. Told. Yeah, like when he went in for it, he uh, he got into the position, and he threw his leg up under Hallman's armpit. And Hallman, I don't know if he took the bait, like if it was supposed, like specifically set up like that. But as Hallman fell back for a heel hook, he didn't have Jones's knee isolated, so. Jones just continued to rotate, switched arms, and mm-hmm. toe-holded him. And it was fucking savage. It yeah, looked really like, harsh. Like 16 seconds or something like that? Yeah, I think it was 16 right on the nut. Um, is Anderson Silva's career over? Yes. I hope so. BJ Penn's career over? It has to be. Like, wouldn't it be, yeah. Hasn't won since 2010. His last one was a knockout against Matt Hughes, who was past his prime at the time. Yes. He's tied for the longest losing streak in UFC history at seven. That's sad. His record in the UFC is 12 and 13. I don't like that. He's in the Hall of Fame already. He was yeah. one of the first. He doesn't need to fight first, anymore. Um, first fighters to hold. How's he for money? Like, the Pens, they're a rich family, right? Yeah, I think they, like, own the, the Walmart in Hawaii. Nice. I think. I don't know. I read that somewhere, but I don't have any facts to back that up. But mm. I think they're loaded rich. He has well. He has his own gym in UFC gym in Hawaii, named awesome. UFC gym BJ Penn. Like, awesome. he doesn't need to fight. I don't think. I don't think he's just a bad. I think he's a bad motherfucker, man. 
BJ Penn's been around a long time. He's just always scrap, fought the baby. best. Just right? scrap. Yeah. You can't go wrong with BJ Penn, man. No, he's incredible. And it's pretty bad when Clay Guida is out striking you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing against no, Clay, no, Clay no, Guida. I, I hear you. I hear he's you. down there working, hitting mitts with Mike Ma- Mike Malott. So, yep. I mean. Yeah, Mike. Oh, look what I got on my feet. Oh, shit. They're dope. Yeah. Are they tall? Yeah. Dope flip-flops. It's funny you use the word dope. They just showed up today. I just pulled them out of the mail. I've never had custom flip-flops before. So see how they're perfectly they sized so to my good. feet. They fit you so good. Yeah, like they're perfectly sized to my feet. I've always had like a little bigger. So looking down is still a little awkward. Yeah. Because I'm just not used to it. And he told me like I need to put a lot of weight on the outside of the straps like this. And then it'll adjust. Hmm. And uh, it'll like fit flat just like this. They look the, comfortable as Yeah, shit, the man. fit is really cool. And I like the uh, the denim because it's funny because my first pair of flip flops I ever had like as a as an adult I'll say because you had flip flops as kids and they're just like the rubber ones yeah. you know like the base yeah. I had a pair of like fucking denim top flip flops nice so this is like kind of a throwback to that and I didn't ask for this specifically I said man honestly any type will do because yeah. I got them because I got Casey's account back from right, the Instagram that's right, that's right, that's graveyard right so I'm gonna post some pictures you uh, should yeah man like they're that's really dope. nice I like them a lot dope they are dope toho, uh, dope flip flops I like them man. I'm very happy with this I have to hit them up Dude. I might have to order a pair. Beautiful. You can get custom. Like, you can get fucking zombie-proof logo on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah, man. Making a difference, but yep. still making Speaking a difference. Speaking of new gear, I am officially coming out with a ranked line. Ranked line? Yep. Okay. We're going to have one tie-dye sleeve of white, blue, purple, brown, black. Shit. Yep. That's fun. Yep. I, sh- I, d- I thought I showed you already. You didn't. Oh. We talked about another line a couple weeks ago. Prepare for your heart on. All right. <laughs> I will prepare. Okay. You prepare yourself, motherfucker. Fine, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I know. Do whatever the fuck you yeah, want. I know you're not weird. Nope. So, check this out. So, there's the black one. Nice. And then blue. Look at that motherfucker. Oh, that blue's nice. Yeah, blue is nice. And brown. Oh, I like that brown shit. Yeah, purple. It's cool. Ooh, purple is vibrant. And then there's two options for white, the lighter or the darker. I'm going to go with the lighter. So where, where's your line at? Where's the black line at? Oh, that's the top right here. Oh, the top one. Okay. Yeah, that's the black. That's fucking dope. But but with black, like I'm going to have that as one sleeve, but yep. then I'm also going to make it where, or you could just get the darkness. Right. Well, that's so my jam, I'm going right? to call it the darkness ranked line. Awesome. I'm going to make a new option where darkness or the black sleeve tie-dye is black. Yep. So nothing's really going to change with the darkness one, except it's going to be considered a ranked one now. So it can be like kind of like a customized order. Yeah, well, it's all black anyway. Right. So if you're a black belt, you can just get the darkness, and it's fucking boom. There's yeah. your rash guard, right? And then it'll have the sleeve ranked all the way down. So I'm going to have them roll out hopefully next month. Are you going to have the rash guard and the pants? Uh, I'm going to start with just the rash guards, okay. and then I'm probably going to go with shorts, cool. and then I'm going to go with spats. Nice. So I'm going to pop them out in one thing at a time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this month, Deep Woods are coming out. It's the yes. rash guard I was wearing in my breakdown yesterday with the camo sleeves. Yep. I already have a few people asking to buy them pre-order. Nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that shit. Yeah, man. It's really nice. It is. Um, is there any ceiling on your lines? Like, how many would you like to put out? Uh, I'll keep going forever. If yeah, you keep selling, I'll keep restocking them. Yeah, so, right. like, I'm keeping some that don't sell well. 
So, like, uh, Deep Space sells once in a while, yeah. right? Not as often as and, the rest of them. And that was one of your first ones. That was your first well, one. Well, no, my first, it's Space Man. Deep Space is the just the space sleeves. Okay. So that doesn't sell as often. Right. Or um, Dark Funk, which is the black body and then funk sleeves. Yeah, I like that one. That's, See, that doesn't sell as often. So I just keep a minimal sure. like supply of that. And if it sells, I'll order more. Yeah. But... You know, the, the big sellers are like the Choke and Die. Yeah. That's the original tie-dye one. That mm -hmm. fucking flies out. Sure. Um, the Blood Pressure long sleeve, that yep. flies off the shelves. Yep. And then Spaceman and the Camo. So the original four are still the best sellers. Yeah. Uh, the Voodoo one is fucking going. Like, large and extra large are already sold mm -hmm. out. So I'm waiting, I think, another two weeks for the shipment to them to come in. Awesome. It's, it's fucking cool, man. It is it's cool. It's cool that cool now, I, like, it's official where... Up to, up to last week, I was like thinking to myself, like this is a cool side hustle, but now it's it's. I had a few days where it was over a few hundred every day, and I was like, this is a real business now. Yeah, this is. I, you know, it, I think for it, it was just hard for me to admit that. Yeah, wow, this is real. This isn't just a side hustle. This is a real business. How how much of that was because you started something prior to that, your gym, mm -hmm. and it, I mean it's. You can keep the lights on. You can keep, you know what I mean? Like, it is it is successful, but it it's not as, uh, I guess, l lucrative as your your gear company. Can so be. Because it, it, it's it, still... It could be. Yeah. Yes. For like sure. It's still proof. growing. Still no, very... Well, the gear line is potentially... There's, there's less of a ceiling. Yeah. Right? Because really, as long as I keep it in stock, my only issue now is I'm running out of closet space, right? Right. right. But with, with Zombie Proof, like... You know, you're always going to run into issue with location. Uh, our biggest competitor, you'd think it would be other clubs. It isn't. I would love if all three clubs on our island were full. Yeah, true. Our big competitor is hockey. Yeah, for sure. Our big competitor is fucking other team sports like that. Yeah. Our big competitor is kids wanting to take time off in the summer. True. You know, like, there's two other clubs, and I would love to see them packed. Yeah. Absolutely packed. Yeah. Full. Yeah. Right? Because here's the thing that I really wish more people would get. The competition isn't between schools. Even if there's a bunch of schools in one area, like chances are good they're not all going to survive first off, right? Because the people who have been around longest or the people who are best qualified, they're the ones that are going to maintain business, right? Mm -hmm. But it, let's say you have 10 schools in one area. Depending on the amount of people in that area, you can fill those schools. Oh, definitely, yeah. How many people definitely. don't know what jujitsu is? Well, a shitload. A shitload. Yeah. So let's say the other club down the road gets 10 new members, and I don't. But they listen to my podcast, mm -hmm. and then they join because I talked them into jujitsu. Yeah. Would I be upset? No. No, I wouldn't. Why? Because those 10 people are going to fall in love with jujitsu, yep. and then they're going to talk one of their friends into joining jujitsu. Yeah. And then their friend's going to join, and then they're going to talk another friend into joining. For sure. And, and even if they fill that other school... Mm -hmm. Am I jealous? No. It's beautiful because all those people doing jujitsu are going to up the jujitsu culture. More people are going to hear about jujitsu. Jujitsu is going to be on more people's lips. The more people talking about it, the more people doing it. Imagine if we overtook hockey. Yeah, it'll yeah. never happen in Cape Breton Island. No, no, not here, no. But imagine if jujitsu was on more people's lips than hockey. Yeah. If kids or if parents wanted to put their kids in jujitsu instead of hockey, because maybe in the future they'll—I don't know—whatever. Who cares what the fucking thing is? There's a lot of what ifs. You're not going to make it to the NHL. 
usually around here. It's it's like my odds are slim, right? Yeah. You're also probably not going to make it as an MMA fighter around here. No. So if we're just talking straight hobbies, why not have a hobby that teaches you fucking how to defend yourself, how to be respectful, how to kill a human with your bare motherfucking hands? Yeah. Just be and just learn or, or teach yourself how to be fucking humble. So Dude, cool. you can't fight. Guess what? Ha ha. Yeah. You can't fight. It Come brings here, me you'll great learn joy how. knowing I could choke pretty much any human I've ever met to death with my hands. Yeah. That's awesome. Likewise. It's so cool. And like not in like a, a, a cocky... No. It's, just, myself, it's, right? it's refreshing to know that I could fucking murder you. It's it's good to know, and I keep going back, especially in my line of work, to know that I can, hand, that, you know, I can handle myself. You know, because like there's some guys, numerous guys at my work that mm-hmm. fucking think they can... They can hang, but they just can't, man. Yep. It's you, sad. It really you walk is. around like you can, but you can't. I know. You don't have a clue. No, it's terrible. I have a lot of friends that are like former friends that just like they're they're just not cool enough to understand. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, well, I'm tough. You yeah. know, like I can fight. Can you, motherfucker? I really don't think. No, I don't think you can. Fight. I really don't think. No. And you're too fucking full of yourself to come join. Yep. It's like, no, nah, I don't need that. You know. Oh, I hate that. The the attitude where they're like, no, well, I already know how to do it. And a lot of it, unfortunately, I've had some guys that were tough guys growing up Mm -hmm. and they're nice people Mm. and they've straight up admitted, I don't want to do it because I don't want to go lose. And it sucks because that's the truth. They, they don't want to come here and get fucked up. That makes them a loser. Whether or not, whether or not they don't want to come here and get fucked up by me or they don't want to come here and get fucked up in general. Right? That's the hardest thing for some people to accept. Definitely. Just walking through the door and knowing, like, you're you're going to get fucked up. Someone's going to choke you. See, but see, in where my head goes, and I know I I focus on, like, a, I'm very different than other people. I understand that. I have a different thought process. But why not come and try it mm-hmm. and realize that you're not good at something? Maybe you can be, become better. <laughs> it's tough, man. A lot I mean, of people don't want to admit that. It's definitely tough. Like, um... Do you dance in public? Like, have I? No, I mean, just as an like, there's just an example. Like, I can't dance, right? Yeah. So I, I do my best, though. But like, <laughs> trying. No, but like, let's. I'm talking like, uh, like fucking breakdancing shit. No. Like, would you just try to do it in public in front of people? You probably look stupid as hell. I look right? stupid as hell. It's the same principle. For it's sure. it's a hard thing to just be like, okay, I'm just gonna try, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm a fucking goofball. Like, I'll be at the gym with Deanna. I go on Fridays, and she'll, like, pick on me. She'll like walk in, by. Like in public? Yeah. Well, I go to the, the what's it called? The Sendo. Nice. And I'll start, like, singing to her from across the room, and people are, like, looking at me, and everybody thinks I'm insane. And she's Because just... I just fucking, who are the fuck are they? I don't care. Yeah. The other day, she was doing, like, the tricep pull down. So I, like, squatted my ass out, and I was like, I was like, look, I'll be your mirror. And I'm, like, bent, and there's people, like, there's a guy standing right next to me in, like, venom spats fucking training. <laughs> like Just do, jacked. Like, just jacked. And I'm, like, bent over, like, just look, this is what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> Some days I don't know what she sees in me. But dude, the fact that you do that and you're not <coughs> you're not um open to judgment. You don't give a fuck. No man. I'm you don't buy into that shit. No. You're better than the majority of the well, world. Well, you know, my biggest <laughs> thing at the gym and here, this is some advice cuz not everybody that listens to our podcast does jiu-jitsu. No, of but course. a lot of them they do go to the gym. Yeah. So, here's some advice for you at the gym. Stop looking at the weight. Yeah. 
Wait means fuck all. Dude, because you're not going to be the same as the person next to you. I've seen little bitches walk in and put on fucking two plates and bang out fucking sets of 12, yeah. like, on the bench. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man. Yep. Like, you're teeny tiny, mm-hmm. right? I go, and typically I just do back when I'm there because it's Friday. I've already done chest, legs, shoulders, mm-hmm. here, right? So I usually do back because when I come in on Saturdays lately, I've been missing my workout because I've been doing private lessons with the doctor. Right. So uh, I get on the fucking, you know, whatever back machines. I use like four or five different back machines and uh, different weights and shit. I don't put heavy weight on. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm doing pull downs and I'm doing perfect pull downs perfect form by the end of my workout my back is fucking gorged with blood yeah i feel amazing my back has been growing every for sure it's it's growing i'm finally because i I didn't really dedicate myself to doing workouts but i'm not using crazy heavy weight you don't need but i'm i'm fucking filling my back with blood and then i'm fucking taking protein afterwards and i'm growing my back is growing and it feels great right and I see all these people at the gym when I'm there doing stupid amounts of weight yep. with shit form. Yep. Don't do anything with bad form. No, never. And, th- and that's my only problem with CrossFit. And I'm not a CrossFit like fanboy or nothing, but I, I like the idea of how they train, yep. except for the technique and the form. I like anything where you make yourself your competition. Yeah. And, so and there's a lot about CrossFit that I like. But, yeah, like, if you're encouraging anyone to do bad form, we're lucky here because I know CrossFit Prairie, I know CrossFit Jono, mm-hmm. and I know the instructors there, they don't teach people to do shit form. Yeah. You know, like Scott, he uh, his kid comes here, he cuts my hair, and uh, I know he's all about form. Yeah. So I, I, you'd probably be hard pressed to show up at Perarjua and see people doing slop form. I'd say he'd For get sure. all over them, right? For so sure. the clubs that are around here, I think we're good. But I think both of us are talking about CrossFit we've seen online. Definitely. People doing horrible form. Definitely, yeah. And it's terrible because yeah. it's just dangerous. And it gets that stereotype. But if you go into it with the proper, like idea or. Or the like, the thought process that you're not going to do that shit, yep. and you're going to do it for what it's worth, like high intensity, yes. constantly varied, yep. in functional movements. Yep. It's the greatest thing you can do, man. As far as athletic or non-athletic training to to help yourself, like in a whole. Um, but what you're saying, like the um, like the low weight, high reps, is yep. the answer for. Anything. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm past all that heavyweight shit, too. Yeah, I'm not interested um, ever again. Uh, I'm into a lot lately is, like, like reps of five, but a yeah. shitload of them. I like reps of five because I don't like counting past five. In my head, it just it makes me not interested. Yeah. Uh, it sounds weird, but my attention span for working out, like, if I have to do a set of ten, that's mm-hmm. too much. I do push-ups in sets of 25. Yep. But I count one, two, three, four, one, one, two, three, four, two, one, two, three, four, three, one, two, three, four, four, one, two, three, four, five. Okay. That's twenty-five. Yep. That's the only way I can bring myself to do sets of twenty-five. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yep. That's a that's a different approach. Um. Yeah, I'm, I've been all about like reps of five for like eight to ten sets. Yep. And just like like elaborate breaks in between and just getting it done man nice um but i i definitely appreciate what you're saying mm-hmm. with, with the low rep or sorry high rep low weight yep that's perfect yep especially for growth if you're trying to grow that's the answer yeah. <clears throat> um 
like heavyweight is you're just gonna either injure yourself or not get the results. You might get both, and then you're fucked. Why are you doing it? Um, yeah, no, I didn't know you went in public to a gym. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, Every just Friday. Just on Fridays. You, you and Deanna, it's just like a little outing for you guys? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, uh, Tori's in preschool. Carly's at school. So on Fridays, we go into the gym. And she like she goes to the gym a few times a week. Nice. Or I work out here. So yeah. uh, just on Fridays, it's our day where neither of us have work, really. So, oh, I mean, she always has work. It's right. fucking horses. Yeah. Bastards. Pain in the ass. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. So you like it down there? You think it's cool or it's uh, it's, fucking clean, man? I yeah, know. it's clean. It's okay. I, I don't love gyms. Yeah. I don't love the, the atmosphere of gyms. I find there's there's variations in gyms. So you get people that, you get people that are there for weird reasons. So there's some girls that show up with full faces of makeup with no ambition to sweat at all it's very much a social thing yep. now and then you get some people that wear not necessarily inappropriate clothing because i gotta be honest i'm 100 percent okay with people wearing whatever the fuck they're comfortable in Definitely. but you get that vibe where there's some girls wearing skimpy worko clothes and then there's people judging them for it and I've heard people say out loud, like, if you didn't want people to look at you, don't wear it. But, I mean, maybe they just want to see how they look as they're working out. So that's that's something that bugs me on both sides of it because I don't like people shitting on other people. And then I see the people that come in that want to get fit, that have no idea what to do. So they come in and they do workouts that make no sense or they're, mm -hmm. you know, they're not working out correctly and then they drink a big fucking protein shake at the end and they, they don't lose any weight. And I, I feel for these people, but at the same time, I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not going to go over right. and be like, hey, I'm going to spend my hour to help you out. Right. Right. So, and then there's the muscle heads that just chill out by the bench press. And then there's, you know, there's, there's so many different groups in the gym that for whatever reason I've just never loved gym yeah. like that atmosphere. Um, I'm not against it no, because well fucking I, I want to work out but just for looks. Yeah. Like I I don't really think working out helps me with jujitsu that much. I mean maybe it does but I do just fine against muscle people and I oh, lose yeah. just fine against people who aren't muscly. So it's sure. like and see but the the exception is you're a black belt. Mm, yes. Right for sure like that's um. I would say that's definitely an exception. I believe strength and conditioning for grappling is important if you want to pursue grappling. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to be the best grappler I agree. you can be, strength and conditioning is a real factor. Size, strength, core strength, um, flexibility, all these things are important for grappling. Um, all those stereotypical things you just said about gym goers yep. means fuck all to me because they're there. Yeah. Regardless of what the fuck yep. they look, I used to go to the gym just to put my headphones in and not pay any mind to anyone. That was a long time ago. Now I don't have to go to the gym. I have like a fantastic setup in my basement. But when I used to go, I wouldn't judge people. That's not a place for judgment. It's a place to make yourself better. Same place here. If I'm coming in here and the boys are repping barambolos and I don't do barambolos, well, it's a judge-free zone. Yep. Everyone is either here or at the gym hopefully to make themselves better and that's important yeah i don't give a fuck what you're doing or what you're lifting or no, how you look it. Like, for sure with that being said I, I 
I have no problem with any of the groups in Definitely, the gym. Definitely, yes. You were just laying them off. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, like, I just, I don't really feel like I fit into any of them. True, yeah. Well, that's important. You know, and I think that's, that's, that's always my biggest thing. Like, I go to the gym and sometimes, well, actually most of the time, hats down low, hoodies up. Oh, I'm incognito, man. Man, sometimes I'll have earphones on and I don't even have them hooked up to anything. Yeah. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to have a conversation. I want to take the proper amount of break in between my sets. I'm not willing to talk to you. I don't want to stop. I don't want to share machines. I'm not interested in you standing there waiting for me to finish. So I'm, I'm, I don't know, I guess I'm a gym snob. No, I, well, you, you're there for the same, you hope the same reason everyone else is. Yep. And it's, like I said, just to get better. Exactly. In the slightest way. You know, like, why do we come here every day? Yeah. To make our jujitsu better. To get yeah. better at simulating murder. It's, you know, that it's, it, shit's important. You have to be selfish when it comes to your fitness and stuff. That's what I think. But, I agree. But yeah, I mean, and I mean, anyone listening, don't worry about other people in the gym. Don't no, worry. yeah, don't think about don't other people. Don't worry about weights, how you look, whatever. Um, if you can afford to go to the gym. You know what, though? If you are trying to lose weight, though, one of the best things you can do is really, like, Google shit to do. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. go in with a, with a list of machines you should do. And then, like, do three sets of fucking <clears throat> 30 reps or something with yeah. super light weight. It works, And man. ask people. Say, like, hey, um, can you just check my form? Like, look at somebody who's doing it. Definitely. Because I'm never going to say no. This is what I just said. Like, I'm not going to go up to you and be like, hey, motherfucker, let me help you. Mm-hmm. But if you were like, hey, motherfucker, am I doing this right? I'd just be like, listen, just bend your back like this, arch your shoulders like this, pull down, suck in with this portion, boom, done. See you later. Don't yeah. put peanut butter in your fucking protein shake. Yeah, because you'll get fat as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, unless you're doing shitload of cardio. Yeah. Count calories. <laughs> yeah. I'm moving on. I mean, yeah, like the options are, or like the information is out there. Yeah. It's personal trainers work at the gym. There could be three or four of them there at a time. Just go say, hey, can you please help me? Yeah. This hurts when I do this. Or this yep. doesn't feel correct. Yes. You know, going to anything you do as far as physicality with a plan. Yep. With a sought-after plan, making sure that you're not going to injure yourself. Exactly. Because if you go in and get injured, you're going to take 10 steps back. Yep. You know, and um, it's I know it's usually easier said than done to say don't worry about people there or how people look or how they act or mm. what they're doing. You know, but stereotypes, you know, they're stereotypes for a reason. Yes. Like people get caught up in the shit. We know that, so... Um, just try and keep an open mind and go in there for you. You got to realize that's for you. It's for no one else. So you're weak. Tell me about your workouts. Like, what do you do? Um, I usually, well, my days off start with that. I usually take Sunday and Monday off. Yep. Um, so Tuesday rolls around. I'm usually up at five thirty. Five thirty. I'm down in my, um, in my basement around six. Uh, usually Tuesday is like a functional movement with kettlebells and stuff like that. Uh, functional movements with kettlebells, pull-ups, and weighted dips. It's usually the same thing every week. That's Tuesday. Wednesday, I don't lift weights. Er, yeah, Wednesday, I do cardio in the morning. Thursday, I do um, more like an aesthetic-pleasing workout. So like I have like this big home gym thing. I'll do pull-ups. Um, I'll do rows. I love seeing all your workouts. Yeah, like thank you. Like, like similar to stuff that you do, that you were talking about at the gym. Yeah. 
um, stuff to make me look and feel good, lots of push-ups, lots of air squats. Um, and then Thursday, I hit the legs really heavy. Um, all kettlebell work. When I'm doing anything heavy, it's all kettlebells. Um, so I do that Thursday. Friday is more cardio. Saturday, I'm not here every Saturday, but if I am, I go here, and then I work out again when I get home. Um, a lighter kettlebell workout, more pull-ups, more body weight, a lot of body weight stuff in everything I do. Um, and then, so that's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I'm off. Nice. So I vary it. I do different um, different types of routines throughout those days. Some mornings I don't get up, I'll be honest, but I get it in the, in the evening. Yeah. You know, because sometimes it's just hard to get up. Oh, get sometimes up. it's Getting like, up can be a bitch, man. You know, 5.30, you know. You know, like I, I'd love to say I'm the most disciplined person in the world. Mm. And <clears throat> I'll be completely honest. I'm not all the time when it comes to the mornings. Mm -hmm. I'll sleep in. I'm okay with it. I like I, mornings. I don't let myself get carried away with missing a morning workout. Yeah. Because then I'll just drive myself crazy. I, I know it's good for me. I know I have to get up. If I get up, I'll have a more productive, energetic day. Yep. But I don't always. I'm okay with it because mm -hmm. I always get it in. I don't miss that shit. Um, so it's very much body weight, kettlebells, a couple aesthetically pleasing workouts, um, lots of cardio, treadmill, stationary bike, high intensity interval training. Nice. All things that are, you know, that are good for me and that are challenging. I make sure it's as challenging as possible. So if anybody's interested in getting help with working out at the gym, fire John a message. Definitely, please do. He on. will take the time to message you back. Absolutely. I'm always willing to do that. Follow him on Instagram. Please Buy do. my shit. Do that. And uh, guys, seriously, um, I know I posted it yesterday, but send me a message, man. Yeah. Uh, just fucking say hi. Do whatever. If you uh, if you listen to the podcast, send me a message. Tell me if there's anything you'd like to hear on it. Me and John can rant about pretty much yeah, anything. I uh, hope you all have a great day and yeah. keep your stick between the mustard and mayo. Yes. Please be nice to each other. <laughs> keep keep your stick in the condiments. That was, that was it. Keep it between the mustard and the mayo. I don't know what the and fuck. And then keep your stick in the I condiments. I just remember you saying yeah. it one time. It's actually the older episodes, they have fucking wonky titles, and that's two of them. Oh, and we forgot to mention this. Drake took a fucking three-day oh, notice fight and TKO'd another guy. Uh, his... So video is somewhere his video somewhere on fucking Facebook. Yeah, fuck Drake. Somewhere out there. It was a fucking crazy fight, man. He the got the guy hurt. weighed in a pound overweight. He was yeah. weighing like two oh five to Drake walking in at one seventy five. Yeah. And uh third round TKO. Yeah. On After three Drake, days notice. And and I gotta talk about his character because he got in he got hurt in that fight. Yep. He got wobbled in that fight. Mm -hmm. He rallied back. He fucking brought it on, buddy. His leg kicks looked incredible. Yeah, his, his teeth striking looked great. Um, kids come a long way. I'm yep. very proud of him. He has a bright future. I want to see him take a couple weeks off. That's it. Couple weeks. Get your head in, head back in the game because mm -hmm. he took some shots and brain trauma is no joke. You all yep. know how I feel about that. That's it. Um, anyway, guys, thank you as always. We will see you next week. Later, guys. Later.